This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. same room mm. oh my gosh that's right we are in the same room for like the first time this feels weird yeah <laughs> well, i'm here too gathered around. <laughs> still no microphones but we're gathered but around we're the here. computer together yeah it's true no it, you know what it is weird to talk like this after having spent the last yeah. three days like not <laughs> at all talking like this yeah <laughs> It's weird. Oh, it is weird. <laughs> Jinx said that when she first started this podcast, that she thought it was weird to talk to you in like podcast voice. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? And now that we're in the same room, it's so weird. It's super it weird. weird to talk to but you know what? I don't think so. You don't think, yeah, but you do. Yeah. And so now I'm trying to be extra <laughs> casual. Like I'm trying <laughs> really hard to be like, yeah, so mm-hmm. what of it? <laughs> yeah, I think for me it's because I normally wouldn't talk that much. Uh, That's true. Hang back, just kind of. You do yeah, listen. Throw something in every now and then, but yeah. When I'm doing this, it's like I have to talk. I have to talk. <laughs> dead air. Dead air. Fascinating. What are you gonna do? I don't All know. Right. What are you gonna do? Well. Well. <laughs> well. 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 We're not here to talk about how awkward we are at the same room. No. no. That's not what we're here to talk about. What are we here to talk about, Jinx? Um, we're here to talk about season four, episode three of Three's Company. Wow. The new landlord. Oh. The age of Furley has arrived. The new landlord. <clears throat> this, wow. um, this aired September 25th. 1979. Wow, we're still in the 70s. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a season four. Yeah. September. Yeah, it's almost yeah, out. Almost it's almost out. out. Yeah, but wow. Um, so last last time, okay, you had predicted. Uh-oh. We said, next week's episode is called The New Landlord, and your entire prediction is <laughs> Don Knotts arrives. That's it. Yeah. And... I think you get Nailed a gold star. <laughs> that really is the entire the premise. Yes. And plot of the episode. Yeah. This episode was crazy bad. Crazy boring. Crazy terrible. Oh, but laughed so much. Why? Because be- Don Knotts. Because Don Knotts turns out to be that talented. Yeah. yeah. I think after having watched now all these episodes – like I get what a talent like that can really do for writing and for a show. I mean, honestly, I don't know that Three's Company could have continued without, if, without yeah. him Mm-mm. because when he comes on, it's it's a reset game here. Yeah, yeah, fascinating. Yeah. <sighs> See, this is where the other shows go wrong. You don't add a cousin Oliver. No. no, you had a crazy swing and Don Knotts. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, because the other show this happened to, of course, is Cheers, 
in that Diane left. Oh, right. And then they had Kirstie Alley come in. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't a bad show. It just wasn't exactly the same show. Right. And I think this, I think by the time we're done with the second half of Three's Company, because it's almost split right down the middle. Yeah. Which I didn't realize. I didn't either. I Um, thought this happened earlier. Yeah. I think this next show that we're about to watch is going to be great. Yeah. 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 Because I'm really excited to see Don Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a different show. show. For sure. I mean, we're still, we're still a Dave Powers joint. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So forever. Yeah. I also, I, well, let me say that I think because the script was so bad, I actually found the directing of this episode super clunky. Mm. Oh. It's almost as if Don Knotts is so pulling focus so hard that the cameramen don't know what to do. Yeah. The director, the other cast members don't know what to do. That could be. It's, it's yeah. like everyone is like everyone's insides are redirecting towards Don Knotts, who has now the dominant cycle. He's become like the solar center yeah. yes. of the Three's Company universe. It's crazy to have watched that happen. 25 minutes. Yeah. And they th- he oh. throws it all off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just awkward from the jump. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, so let's start with the new – there's intro changes. Right. So right. there's a different Lana credit. They're right. still on the boardwalk, right? Yep. But there's – yeah, it's a different – she is she sitting on a bench? There's something? a different angle, I think. I just think it's not it's as different because Jack's, no. Jack's in it. They're like walking by and yeah. she like grabs Jack or something. Oh, yeah. doesn't so she like, like put her glasses down? No, I think that was in the first one. The first one she's like looking from the side at the camera. Okay. Oh, She's okay. just standing there and her hair is kind of blowing. That's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Then this might be the glasses yeah. one. Yeah. That's what I thought. And then Larry's new credit shot where he gets in the bumper car with what he thinks is a hot babe. And I remember this. Mustachioed fella. Yeah. Who's glaring <laughs> at him. So, Paul Rudd. It's so funny. So the credit of Larry. God, I want Paul Rudd. Not necessarily Jimmy Fallon, but Paul Rudd to re- uh, to to uh, reshoot this. Remember when they did that? Did you see oh, any yeah. of that? Oh yeah, well that like, was like a web Simon series that they had. Simon with yeah. Yeah. John Hamm. It was John Hamm and, and Adam, Adam Driver. Adam no, Driver. Adam Driver. No, Adam, no, Adam, Scott. Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Adam Scott. Yeah. Right, right. right. There's, these are all names. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Paul Rudd does like music videos with Jimmy Fallon sometimes. Yeah. So I thought of him, but yeah, you're right. That's yeah. John Hammond. Did they do the? They did the too close for comfort, right? Yes. Which is such a great. Yeah, that's an opening. That's a great opening. Uh, Bosom Buddies, I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh man, they should do Three's Company. Yeah, Three's Company would be. But and get Paul Rudd. Do all the different all the different ones and get Paul Rudd to play the guy in the bumper cars. In just the past few weeks, I feel like we've had four or five different intros. Yes, because because the show is just it's in it's in that it's in a panic. Um, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Sure. Oh, evolving. 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 Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. We need to. <laughs> right. It's evolving. Yeah. Um, and then Don Knotts. And he's, it's the one where he's it's on carousel. the carousel. Yeah. Yes. Holds on for dear life. Eyes bugged out. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, Love it. Lips pursed. All over the place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. And then, they, and then they finish again with the t shirt bit. Where, uh, how about tonight, Jack's t-shirt says. Yeah. No way. No way, says Janet's 
blondes be prefer gentlemen. God, that is so crazy. Because yeah. that we, I know that's not going to last. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't make it into whatever the next iteration of the themes or the titles will I'm be. I'm guessing yeah. the next one is Zoo. Yeah. Do we wait till Terry comes? But that's Terry. Oh, that is Terry. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe this is it for a while. I'm I don't know how much longer is like summer here. I don't know. I, I know. know. God, it's also unstable. So this never happened on Friends. I'll tell you that. No, they were able to keep it together. The whole band. Yeah, but no, to the bitter end. Okay. All right. So we uh, start at the Regal Beagle. Mm-hmm. Larry's at a table. Mm-hmm. I, can I say I love when we start someplace else? Okay, That's right. right. I like That's that. right. That you said that before. Other yeah, than the yeah, apartment, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> And um, I took really sparse notes. We all watched this together. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I didn't Tucker, take any notes. really count on you. We were this. really hoping. Well, I you... was also thinking we'd probably do it really, like, quickly. So I was like, I just got to keep us on track as far as what happened. You know, what's happening. Um, so I don't know that I wrote down a lot of jokes. Okay. Or... I have, oh, I have a little bit. I have okay. a little bit. Um, okay. So anyway, he's at a table. The girls enter and tell Larry that they're – they're having a garage sale. Oh, right. Yeah, so they've been out putting up the signs for their garage sale. Yeah. And yeah. I did think Chrissy was funny here where she – because Larry's like, what are you guys talking about? That she, she uh, treats him like he's the stupid one. Right. And yeah. She, what does she say to Janet where she's like – she tells oh, him something yeah. obvious that he actually knows. Oh, because he's like – she's like, no, we don't have a garage or whatever. She goes, how could it be ours? you know or whatever and then she's like what's with this guy or something like that or you try to tell him janet That's yeah like, well, you try and talk yeah, to him. Try, i can't yeah <laughs> oh, Chrissy. i full, thought that the was full dumb but the gist of it is is that apparently they think the ropers left all this stuff in the garage and they're gonna sell, sell it, it as for garage. and, oh, the, and ropers, the ropers said they could sell whatever was left in the garage right yeah and so they're gonna do that and make the rent money right, right. So uh, that's then, when, that's when Jack enters. No, that's when Furley enters the bar. Oh, they're at the bar still. Sorry, that's yeah, right. Yeah, right. They're they're right. The Regal that's and, right. That's right. Uh, Larry goes up to get him a couple of sodas. The girls, the girls yeah. He goes up to the bar, uh-huh. and that's when Furley enters. Right. And he, and he comes up to the bar, and he asks, uh, "What's his name? The bartender? Mike. Jim. 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 <laughs> yeah. Wait, is it Jim? Hold Mike on. Jim. 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 Jim the bartender. Yeah. Jim the bartender. Uh, Furley orders a scotch, 25-year-old scotch. Is that right? He'll yes. settle for the 12. He'll settle for the 12. Right? Oh, my God, because, yeah. you know, it's it, it needs that long. And yeah. then he asks him to put it in a tall glass with ice and root, root beer, beer. <laughs> and a cherry on top. He just keeps going, and he's like, and, and some whipped cream. have whipped cream? <laughs> no. No. All right. He's all he goes, just straight not. then. <laughs> just straight then. Yeah. Oh, God. So he's already killing it. Crushing yeah, it crushing right it. off the bat, crushing it. And uh, Larry, sorry, because you know yeah. what it is? It's it's the timing of when he's unfurling mm-hmm. these mm-hmm. ingredients and the way he does it. Like he gets oddly more and more vulnerable and sweet right. about and apologetic because he knows what mm-hmm. he's doing is ridiculous like he came in guns blazing uh-huh. right and now will yeah. completely undermine everything because he he walks in wearing this like gray on gray plaid suit no Isn't it's a patchwork it yeah it's like a it's like a cadet blue and gray patchwork okay. suit yeah and a yeah. red shirt 
And does he have aviators on? Yeah. Like, yeah. Gold it's, aviators. And it's, 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 what is it? I stuff? mean, I can't remember. It's a full on, like, like, it's so crazy because a man would never wear that. He has a big that. medallion, I think. Does he have his medallion on mm-hmm. at this point? Yeah. I mean, he is. Were men wearing that kind of a thing, or was it like some men were, or was yeah. it a, a, a men cartoon like level joke? For, for no, there were him. men that were like I. I know my dad had a friend of his, Get John Caldwell, who oh, dressed yes. like that back yeah. in the day. Like there were pictures of that my dad with him, where he had his shirt open and had the gold chain, yeah. the big collar. My dad's friend John. Uh, <clears throat> was like had like the, it was disco. Yeah, in it was like a Larry. It was, it was like in the eighties. Still holds yeah. on to like it like was like a Larry world. meets yeah. Furley because uh-huh. it wasn't as it wasn't as flamboyant as yeah. Furley, but but it was like a Larry kind of situation. Did you guys know what that a group of flamingos is a flamboyance of flamingos? I, I love like it. That That's before. great. I did not That's know great. that. I found a kid's book at the preschool that had all of those in it and the ones oh, that I, I knew love were it. right, so I just believed all the other ones. Well, okay. But was Whoever was, like, responsible for that, like, did a good job. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what a group of crabs is called? No. A clack. Oh, come on! Yeah. Clacky boys. A clack of crabs. <laughs> That's <laughs> great. That's very cute. Oh, man. We should okay. do more fun things like that. <laughs> I wish I looked at more things like animal names. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. So, girls. <laughs> okay. It. So Larry is—he's uh, basically like, oh, you, he finds out that he's the new landlord. Yeah. That his his. Oh right. His, Furley says it right off. Furley says it. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm at the new Roper's at, building. The Roper's building. He calls or at it. the Roper's building. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the new landlord. I'm going to be on site. And, uh, it's actually his brother Bart bought the building. Bart, he right. Explains. He's, yeah. And he's going to be the he's manager. Be the manager. And so Larry's like, oh, well, I'm one of your, your tenants, 30-whatever. Four. 304. And uh, so he's, like, inviting him back to the table with him and the girls. But then some tall drink of water walks well, in. Larry, <laughs> Larry had said earlier something about how he was waiting for a tall redhead with oh, green boy. eyes. And, oh, and if, yeah. if you saw one, send him his way. That's and right. one walked in. Yeah. So he immediately had to divert. Yeah, so he hands to the, the girls toilet. sodas to Furley. To Furley. Yeah. Right. And Furley, Which is so crazy. This is also crazy. Yeah. It's also contrived. So contrived. <laughs> so Furley brings the sodas over to the girls, but never mentions who he is. Or it's just nope. as if all that knowledge that Larry has has been transferred to them in his mind somehow. And he's talking about it. Right. Or, yeah. or yeah. I think he somehow expects them to know who he is. Right. Yeah. I'm like, based on what? Yeah, yeah I don't I'm know. Because what does he say? He's like, he's like, well, like, you're well, going to be sleep a lot better with no one I'm under you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess the conceit here is that because he, yeah, that makes no sense because he told Larry he was yeah, the, yeah uh, maybe it doesn't make it any doesn't sense. make any sense, no. but it gives a lot of you know. Uh, opportunities for them to misunderstand each other. Yeah, perfect. Um, contrived opportunities. Uh, but um, the girls eventually, you know, think he's a total creep and they end up spilling their sodas on him. Spilling. They toss they them. Toss their they sodas pour their on sodas him. Pour them on him. And, uh, <clears throat> Which I think is so dumb because I think the whole time I was watching this scene, I was like, just tell them. You're yes. their new landlord yeah. who lives upstairs. Right. But the writers just love the double on the sexual double entendres. Yeah. 
And it's Let's find a way to get there. Yeah. Did Larry, Instead of just did doing Larry it. even yeah. tell him that they were also tenants? Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he describes who they are. Yeah. Yeah. But why would Don yeah, Knotts' why would character, why would... Assume. It's just ridiculous. It's stupid. Okay. But he's uh, they, they pour their sodas on him and they storm out right. to go back home. And Don Knotts just, oh, you know, f- faces out. Uh, <laughs> So much face acting. So much face acting going on. Uh, you know, we didn't see the, this kind of face acting again until like Cuba Gooding Jr. and Lightning Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know of any other actor who could mug so hard, so deep, so long, so long. Yeah. Oh God, this is sounding terrible. But um, we, should we, we should hear about okay, him. We should hear about him. Okay, well, this week's oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> permanent, <laughs> permanent, 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 Wow, permanent, Patty is this legendary television star Don Knotts, who was born in 1924 in Morgantown, West Virginia. Um, he gets started as a ventriloquist <laughs> and then Tucker made this funny joke <laughs> as the dummy. He's the dummy. But because he does look like a ventriloquist like but that's not really it. <laughs> I feel like all ventriloquist dummies are based on dummies. Yeah, maybe. Right? That's so funny. Um, he ends up going to, uh, to fight in World War II. He enlists in the army as a 19-year-old soldier. Oh, man, I bet that was hilarious. And uh, but he was assigned <laughs> to the special services branch right away and goes to in basically to entertain the troops. Yeah, which is so crazy to me. Like I can't wow. believe that Don Knot signs up for the army and they're just like, "Oh, you're this is so what, funny. This yeah. is your job." Yeah, I, I think that's fantastic. At 19 years old, then he comes back after the war, goes to West Virginia University, and then um, moves to New York where he had made some connections while he was in the army to break into show business. And then uh, pretty quickly he gets uh, cast in this Broadway play as in the role of a psychiatrist, uh, which starred Andy Griffith, who is going to go on to become a huge sort of, um, I guess, patron of, of Don Knotts's career. Yeah. And then it, it was in 1960 that they start up the Andy Griffith show. And I was surprised to learn that, Don Knotts was nominated for five Emmys for playing Barney Fife and won five times. Uh, Yeah. And then, of course, you know, everybody knows this guy. Like, we know that he eventually goes on to have um, just, you know, that great success with the incredible Mr. Limpet that used to get rerun Mm -hmm. uh, on TV all the time. I feel like we watched it in school. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I feel like teachers would have the Apple Dumpling Gang. The Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he, he, you know, in the seventies, he gets to finally be on uh, Three's Company, which I think really solidifies his reputation in terms of like this is a comedic talent. And yeah, yeah. he's been getting a bunch of small parts, but to land the, the gig of Ralph Furley and not get out of the park so hard, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's like you get Andy Griffith's show, and then years later you get Three's Company. Right. Then you're like TV legend. Yeah, you've bookended with like legendary roles. Yeah, and uh, well, that's just the quick and dirty on Don Knotts. But yeah, what a great, I love what a cool dude. Love Don Knotts. Okay, I have a personal connection to Don Knotts. Oh, tell you my Don Knotts story. Oh, this is great. You guys dated? No, we didn't date. (laughs) 
So Don Knotts is from (laughs) he's from West Virginia, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, so I'm from Ohio, where it connects to West Virginia. Okay. There. Okay. So I went to college at Marshall University Mm -hmm. for a while, and down the hall from me was this girl who was kind of quiet and I didn't know a lot about pot at the time. Uh-huh. What turns out she was just high all the time. Oh. But she was kind of quiet and had short hair and for some reason I was just like she's my people. Oh. I can tell she's funny. Like I could just tell she was funny and I was like I need one night I was like I need to get out and like make a friend. So I like walked down the hall and knocked on her door and I was like, "Hey, you don't know me. I I don't know you. Let's be friends. And she was like, all right, come on in. I'm watching X-Files. I'd never seen X-Files. She taught me how to do gravity bong rips. (laughs) Didn't know how to do that. Uh Turns out she was Don Knotts' niece. Get out. Yeah. Uh Melissa Knotts. And I'm still friends with her on Facebook. Get out. Yeah, Don Knotts' niece taught me how to do bong rips. Wow. So you have a connection to Three's Company? Three's Company. Like, I'm just a, just a, just a couple just of little a niece Kevin away. Bacon steps just away. Just a niece away from Three's That's Company. That's really cool. And I think that's her. I feel like this brings a new level of legitimacy to what we're doing. Yeah. And I can't believe you've been sitting on that for 58 episodes. Well, I had to wait until Don Knotts was introduced. I mean, this was, <laughs> you must have been dying. I think I may have talked about it before. On did the I, show? Did I? I don't remember. I don't okay. But we're going to put it on like the promos now. Yeah. <laughs> From a friend. From a, from a college friend. From a college of friend Knotts relative of Don Knotts. <laughs> Comes the Comes ultimate. The, definitive, the last. The only. The last word in Three's Company. <laughs> from the people who made it. <laughs> Almost, kind uh, of. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Um, Don Knotts. What okay. a Paddykins this week. Uh, All right. Permy Patty. Permy Patty. Uh, so <laughs> apartment 201, here we go. Uh-huh. So the girls are back there. Uh, they come they back just got home. Yeah. Jack is holding a, a, a lamp. That's like a hula girl. Oh, right. And he's found it in the garage and, uh, you know, he, he, it turns out that he had sold everything in the garage to yeah. the junk guy. Like a junk guy just came along and like offered him cash for everything in the garage. <gasps> so he did. Yeah. Except that lamp. Except that lamp. He held on to that lamp. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> ding dong. Oh, so much chaos. Someone's at the door. Wait, didn't the didn't the hula girl have like some kind of like a little sign? Oh, I don't know. Was there a little saying on the hula lamp? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe there wasn't, but there was something. There was something that the girl said about it. Oh gosh, I should have written it down. Anyway, I should no, have I don't written know. it down. Keep going, keep going. <clears throat> um, and Furley is at the door. They're telling Jack about this creep out at the Regal Beagle. Yeah. And ding dong, here's the creep. Yeah, the Chrissy Beagle. does the old slam the door and he stays there. Yeah, which they do that almost every bit. episode. God yes. bless. Um, if it ain't broke. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. So uh, eventually uh, he gets in and he tells him that, you know, 
he's the new landlord. Yeah. And they're like, oh, oh. And so it changes, changes everything. everything, of course. Yeah, the girls now all of a sudden go from creeped out to freaked out. Freaked out, yeah. <clears throat> and then he reveals that he sees the hula lamp. Oh, that's great. And he's like, whoa. <laughs> He goes, you have a, a whatever her name is, Holly Lula or whatever. Lulu. Yeah. Yeah. Luau Lulu. Luau Lulu. And he's, he's like, oh, I'll, I'll buy her from you. And he goes, no, put it, you know, then I'll have a set. I'm like, you have one? He goes, yeah, it's down in the garage. With all the rest with of all my all the rest stuff. of my furniture. Which he is, they told him just to put it in there until the apartment was ready for him. So. so Jack has huh. sold all of Furley's furniture. Oh, yeah, boy. Yeah. So now. Which, does he even tell them? Do, do they tell him? Yeah. Right now? Yeah, yeah, it happens now because then he says that basically he, they're evicted. He's, right. He's right. Okay. Okay. Right. And they're like, well, where are we going to sleep? He goes, where am I going to sleep? You sold my bed. Wait, because we what we've missed is the beat where they talk about Jack being gay. Oh yes, yes, that happens. Yeah, because he's like, "Oh, the Ropers told me about you." Right. And he's like, "You're Chrissy, and you're Janet, and you must be Jack, and, then and you like, must be Tripper." And then, Tripper. yeah, and he stands he up, takes yeah. his hand off of Jack's leg. <laughs> yeah, uh, which which right here. In what's it been like five, six episodes since the Ropers left? Mm-hmm. This is the first time that we've acknowledged the, the the old premise of the show. Right. Right. And I'm like, oh, balance restored because. Yeah. 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 That's what we needed is mm-hmm. the threat that Jack could be kicked out. And what's so interesting to me is that they lost the thread for six episodes as if they could change the premise of the show and it wasn't going to affect anything. Yeah. They just jumped to this whole other situation with Lana. And I think it's because now we know that this stupid thing that like fades into the background, Jack being gay is actually an important part of the show. Yeah. Right. But they never talk about it. It's so dumb. It's so weird. It's just bad. It's a bad design, and then the way they tried to change the design, yeah. they were like, oh, we can't because we yeah. poorly designed it this way. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, so now we're back to that. Now we're back to the stasis of that show. Yeah. Right. So uh, he's pissed off. He's going to kick him out. And then, oh, <gasps> Lana shows up. Why? Didn't to borrow some Lana. sugar. But I, I mean. A pinch of sugar. God. But she means, she means Jack. Yeah, she's like, come on, sugar. Come on, sugar. When has Jack ever done the thing with Lana? Why does she keep coming over? Why she did she move? Him. She just Why did she move into this apartment building? She's slumming. She's slumming for Jack. I, this is so it's painful. I'm like, are we still doing this? We have Furley now. Do we really? Do we need? need? No, and she's going to disappear soon. Can you believe it? I and know. she made it onto the credits. Yeah, they committed to Lana. Yeah, they thought she was a primary patty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't. She's she a semi primary patty. She's a oh, semi primary patty. Okay, so Lana comes over and wants to take Jack away, but Furley sees Lana and is immediately smitten. 
He's so in love with her that he can't even tell that she is disgusted by him. I mean. Like, he's so enraptured. She hates him. Yeah. She just, oh, immediately in the eyes. Oh, the eyes she gives him. She says something insulting to him, and then Jack's like, oh, this is the new landlord. And she turns around. And she's like, oh, then then I'm nice to meet you, Mr. Yeah, whatever it was. Jerk face or whatever. Whatever it was. Uh, And that's so funny, right? Because, like, Lana, in that moment, is is kind of telling you, like, she's so used to getting hit on by creeps. Mm -hmm. And Jack doesn't want her, which I guess is some great irony in in Lana's world, but like I have a hard time caring about her at all because the only, the one note she has is that she's horny. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I care about her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what else is she? I mean, I remember as a kid being very, very interested in Lana. I was, you know, what's this about? You know, I was too. I, but I really loved Lana's, um, there was like a certain kind of like haughtiness to her. Mm-hmm. You know, it comes out in like this scene here where she's got, she's like, I'm gross, but I'm just not going to not pass a certain point. Right. And it's like, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's weird where you have standards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, she, she leaves and that's yeah. when Furley is like, that's it. You're out of here. Yeah. Right. So Jack on the spot hatches this plan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, it's too bad. That's so. That's that's terrible. You know, the girls are freaking out, especially Janet. Janet's yeah. losing her mind already. God, Janet is in a nervous wreck lately. It gets crazy. A wreck. Like she's bouncing off the walls. Yeah. And yeah, just like anxious and yeah, and just, just like oh, Jack. Yeah, just freaking out all the time. Oh my God, Janet. So she's. They're like subtle." Her and Chrissy are kind of panicked looking, and Jack's like, oh, well, girls, we just have to accept it and start packing. He goes, oh, such a blow. And uh, they're like, and, and Furley's like, well, what are you talking about? He goes, well, I'm going to have to – he goes, we were going to have that uh, welcome dinner party for the new oh, landlord. God. And, uh, you know, uh, Lana's going to be so upset. Right. And Furley's like, you, Lana was invited to the party? Ah, oh, man. <laughs> and again, it's like, it, this is so contrived and so crazy awful, but he's just selling every line like his life depends on it. Yeah. yeah. And I have so much respect <laughs> for that. I'm just like, wow. It's really good. It's so good. He's so good. <laughs> and uh, so then Jack says, how about if we turn this Part this uh, dinner party into an intimate dinner for dinner two. for two, yeah, candlelight with you and Lana, mm-hmm. and uh, he's like, oh yeah, that sounds great and all that. So then he uh, convinces him that that's that he's going to do this and that, and if it goes well, then one has to leave. Blah blah blah. Yeah, and then he takes uh, panicking Janet and Chrissy. I think they go into the kitchen, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, they are just. Like freaking out, yeah, and like, like, well, now how are you going to convince Lana? And uh, (laughs) it's just oh, leave that to me, leave that to me, which he doesn't do. 
Okay. I know. I know. I know. It's like, I guess rules are made to be broken or they don't matter at all. (laughs) So, so then it's later and Furley's pacing in the apartment, waiting for this to start. And Jack's been preparing stuff with the girls in the kitchen and Lana arrives and Furley's drunk. He's already? Yeah. Because he drinks a bunch of wine. Here. Yeah, he's he's drinking. He's already, he's already drinking. Yeah. Okay. Because he's nervous. Yeah. And uh, Lana shows up, and Jack hasn't talked to her. <laughs> he takes her into his bedroom to, to talk tell to her. God! He couldn't ring her up on the phone? Like, mean, it's absurd. It's absurd. This episode was like... Get her on board. I know. God. Because it would have been a funny scene if he went up to her apartment... Yeah, because then she would have been stoked. doing her thing, but then he's trying to do his thing. Yeah, for a different reason, right? Mm-hmm. That could have been really funny. Plus, I would have loved to see Lana. Yeah, I want to see Lana. Right? Yeah. Do we ever? No, probably not. Fast. She's only a semi permy patty. She's only a semi permy patty. So he finally convinces her to go along with it. Kind of. So how does how, he? I don't really know. She just kind of is like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't really know what happens. And then, they, so they go out to sit down for dinner, and they play this musical chairs business. Oh my god! Lana trying to get a, close to Jack and away from Furley, and yes. Jack trying to get her close to Furley, and Furley trying to get close to Lana, and they just change seats over and over. That's the bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, finally. Finally, Jack is like, I'm going to go check on dinner. Yeah. and Which Jack and Chrissy have been in the kitchen okay, preparing dinner. You know what this gave me? the Because it is insane in there. And they <laughs> fuck with this roast. They drop it on the floor. Then they go <laughs> wash it off. And they throw what? it out the window. Oh, I'm yes. like, why are they treating the dinner like it's a secret? Why are they hiding in there? Like he's acting as in, you know, it has the feeling like that's something no one's supposed to know about or something. That was like a hundred and fifty dollar rib roast, by the way, that they threw out the fridge, the window. Yes. It was like a beautiful rib roast. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is just that it's so crazy in there. So over the top with the girls. Like, the girls aren't even acting like the girls anymore. No, they're yeah. just panicked just like they're, children. They're just met like they're minions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like those little yellow things. Yes. Oh, my Because then they've lost the roast, and Jack's just like, just bring the cake. And then Jen bring ends up. the cake. Bring cake for dinner. Yeah, sure, and she sure. ends up getting it all over her chest as she's going through the door. have they ever been able to handle food that they didn't throw all over themselves? I don't think one episode they've ever had food didn't end up in their hair. Right. I'm just surprised there's no eggs. (laughs) Where's the eggs? Yeah, where's the eggs? Where's the eggs? Uh, Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Well, they don't need eggs because they're about to go into the Romanian yum yum song. Oh. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) And I think that's all the eggs they need. Oh, God. Because Jack the whole time has been talking about this recipe he's making. Yeah. That's Romanian. So now he's got to improvise because all they have is cake. Also, why are the girls making the roast if Jack's the one who always cooks? I don't. They're just in there helping or something. 
and he he gives him instructions before he goes out to because Lana won't let him leave, and he keeps yeah. saying it's a Romanian tradition that the chef stays at the table. And he did it. He was just like, all you gotta do is take the roast out. That's all. That's they have all to you do. gotta do. Oh, but they ended up dropping okay. it, trying to rinse it, throwing it through. The okay, okay, okay. Right, right. <sighs> it's ridiculous. And then, anyway. then they sing. Then they like yeah, get so into Jack's, this whole thing where they're all drunk at this point because Jack's been just serving them yeah. liquor, and they're drinking and they sing this stupid song and dance. Well, Jack tries to force them to improvise the song first, right? He tries to get Janet and Chrissy, which is pretty collectively, funny. yeah, to improvise the song. Girls, it's like that time that Matt Bragg told that nurse that we played that game where we could make anything out of hats. Uh-huh. And then he was like, show them girls. And we were like, what? The, what? <laughs> what? And I like put a bedpan on my head. I didn't know what to <sighs> Anyway. And, yeah. And so Jack starts singing the song and then they dance around. It's just madness. It's stupid. It's madness. And it is. And Furley's getting Furley. drunker and drunker. God bless. Drinking from the bottle. Yeah. Oh, he's doing a great job. And he um, ends up in the cake. That's how the song ends. Right. He falls oh, face, face first, first in the cake. Yeah. But first he said, like she, Lana says some shitty things about him and leaves. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then he goes, she loves me. Oh, God. I think it happens all at the same time. She yeah, storms out all, right as he's face planting right. and then she loves me. And yeah. And What's weird is, I don't know where, this is where I clocked the commercial, but it's also the end of the episode. It's just a, the tag is all that's left. And uh, so I don't know where the actual commercial break took place. Oh, well, yeah. I don't this looked like there was a commercial there, but I didn't notice it. It must have oh, been that's right. between the date or the start of dinner. It must have been there, but I just yeah. didn't see it. No, I totally forgot about the about the commercial break, too, because... We, what did we watch it on? This is the first time we've all watched an episode of Three's Company yeah. together. Yeah. It's it's from the DVD copy. Yeah, the DVD copy. Oh, so I also don't know where the Pluto thing mm-hmm. happened right. this week. Fascinating. Woo, we are – this is like a whole new show for us. Yeah. A whole new show. <laughs> oh, oh, man. But yeah, we take a commercial break now. Okay, I don't really have any commercials. <laughs> Okay, cool. Your one job <laughs> that you've never did done. Did I watch any commercials? But did I watch, did any, I watch commercials? any commercials? Let me think. Let me think. Nope. nope. <laughs> I didn't watch any commercials. No commercials. I um, I sometimes look for Three's Company things on YouTube. And I feel like everything that I search for on YouTube ends up affecting the commercials that I see. Yeah. So I think because I look up Three's Company, like sometimes I get like, um, like retirement insurance commercials. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, where I'm like, oh, how dare you? Like, yeah, uh, I'm, come on, I'm vibrant. You don't know me uh, like that. Like, am, don't yeah, don't I'm, talk to me like that. I'm so fertile. <laughs> Know. Yeah, I'm yeah. about to. Yeah, nobody knows what I'm capable of. Get a girl pregnant. You yeah. just watch. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, um. I don't know. I get, I get, what do I get ads for most of the time? I hate when I don't know it's an ad. Like on TikTok, that happens a lot. 
Oh, when you're scrolling through? Yeah, when, when you're scrolling through and it's just like a girl who's like, ah, blah, 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 and I'm like, oh, it's just some bitch talking about whatever. But then it turns out it's an ad for something. And, I, and I'm and i like, oh, and then they trick me even further. I get a lot of ads for supplements. Oh. Yeah. You get a lot of skincare ads. You get skincare. Skincare and like comfortable clothing. Oh, I get I, a lot of loungewear. I get fashion ads. sneakers. Oh, okay. Fashion sneakers. Supplements, fashion sneakers. Oh, supplements and fashion sneakers. Oh, my weird gosh. Weird side of TikTok to be on. What else do I get? Well, I, I told you what Instagram thinks of me. Oh, yeah. Do you want to say it? Yeah. Okay. Did I tell you? I don't know. I don't think I told you. Okay. So here's something that's weird about Instagram for me. But I get it. I get it. Um, I like to listen to black female vocalists. Like, I just think they're great. Uh-huh. So then I also really like, <laughs> like makeup tutorials. And for whatever reason, I just like to watch them. Uh-huh. So it, I think Instagram thinks I'm a, I'm a woman of color. <laughs> and so I get a lot of just sort of memes from communities that I'm not necessarily a part of. <laughs> Interesting. But I'm so into them and I just keep liking them like an idiot, but I just love yeah. them. Right. And then you're you like, know? Oh, I'm further in. Like I'll see like a live, like little clip of a Luther Vandross was on Sally, Jesse, Raphael. Yeah. And I'm just getting my life out of it. I'm like, Oh, <laughs> sing it, you know, just, I love it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's That's so crazy. <laughs> maybe, maybe you are a woman of color. <laughs> I think I must identify inside that way. Yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing. Oh yeah, wow. TikTok thinks that I that I am a fashion like a a like fashion forward, but like an edgy fashion forward oh, person, which is really interesting to me because I get a lot of like like a lot of designer handbag things, but like with women with finger tattoos. Mm. Oh, Do you know okay. what I mean? Like yeah. that kind of blend of things, yeah. which is really interesting to me. Because I'm like, that's not, I don't. Mm-mm. It's close. I feel like the algorithms will get better. Oh, sure. And that's you know, because there is overlap between like strong gay, strong black woman, sure, and empowered gay man. Yeah, like like I, you know, there's that joke that we stole their whole shtick, and right. uh, <laughs> they're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I think the algorithm will adjust, you know, over time mm-hmm. it will just get better and better, which is scary to me. Yeah. This whole AI thing. Oh, I don't like it. What it what do you? What does TikTok think you are? I'm one of those people that likes things very minimally. Like I don't like a lot of things because I don't want them I don't to like a lot of things. Either. Wow, you're I conscious of them it. to know me. But doesn't it gauge um, you by like what you what you scroll past time. and yes. what you let in? Yeah, it's are you still, conscious of that? Yeah, I'm conscious of it. So you I, just I watch stuff you don't even want to see, just to throw it off. Um, no, I let it happen. Like I don't care. But as far as ads go, yeah, it feels like they're like. Um, I mean, they do. They seem to know that I'm a you know middle aged man, I guess, because they tell me like. Tried some clothes and stuff. Like mm, did they try like dad clothes? Those t-shirts. Yeah. yeah, those t-shirts. What t-shirts for fat fucks? They're not for fat so fucks. They They're t-shirts that make you that, that are shaped so that they don't like cling around your belly and yeah. they look better on your arms. Oh, I've seen those. Yeah. I get those. See, they're not for fat fucks. They are They're, in the ads. Well, 
That's because they're really trying to sell. That's what, like, there's, you know. Well, I take particular offense to those because I'm like, oh, yeah, do you have to have arms to wear this shirt? I don't have arms like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm insecure in a whole different way from the same commercial. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm, all I'm saying is it might not be them shirts. <laughs> it's everything. Everything. I market to me. I'm like, I hate that person. What else? <laughs> Showing me the thing. I don't want to be that person. What else oh, did they try hilarious. to sell Dr. Squatch soap. Oh, we, oh, had, we, we had, had some one of those that. ones. Yeah. I guess I've gotten some of those ads. It melts away um, really fast. Oh, it I did? get it, yeah. Oh, it was pretty. It was pretty but short-lived. I also like will avoid ads at all costs for the most part. I get T-shirts a lot, like funny or band T-shirts. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I tend to like go, oh what? So I stop, and then so I get a lot of those. But I uh, tend to try to uh, consume as little advertising as possible. Oh, good for you. So if I think it's an ad, I usually just keep going because I really hate advertising. No, I don't I totally like commercials. Agree. That's why I'm not in charge of the commercial break segment like some people. <laughs> <laughs> She's not. I was just flipping through here to see what I got. And I, the first ad I got was for Userin cream. Userin? It's yeah, like a, that old school cold that cream. That old school oh, like, face cream. Let's see yeah. what the first commercial for me is. I also don't have – I don't TikTok. So oh, yeah. Hippie feet socks. I do get a lot of ads for socks for some reason. Hmm. But but see, this is the thing. They're women's socks. Oh. Instagram thinks I'm a lady. Yep. Let's my let's see. Yep. That's pretty uh There's another one. judgmental of Instagram. I'm yeah. telling you. Dr. Jart ceramide strengthening barrier cream strengthening barrier cream for your face oh (laughs) it's like what barrier are you trying to strengthen your your skin barrier your skin barrier okay all right strengthen your skin barrier (laughs) apparently that's what i got well, back so to I the get show. a bunch of creams. I get a bunch of, I'm a wrinkly old lady, apparently, creams. is what TikTok thinks. Great. I'm a husky middle-aged man. <laughs> I guess they have us really completely pegs. uninteresting. We have us pegs. Um, okay, back to right. the tag scene. So now the tag scene. The tag scenes. The next day, Furley comes up and he wants his rent. Rent. He doesn't really remember what happened. They tell him... Uh, because he, he was so drunk. He was so drunk. And so Jack's like, oh, well, yeah, here's the bill for the dinner. And he itemizes it out, including a champagne, champagne bath. bath. Okay. Which, what is that even? That's a bathtub full of champagne, I guess. I mean. That makes me gag. Like, that sounds so sticky. And you get in it with Lana, I think. So I think that's Come on. I don't know what is happening. Fine, and then like but it. It, it comes out to the amount of the rent. Yeah, three hundred dollars oh, plus exactly. gratuity. Says. Plus gratuity. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> and uh, oh yo yo yeah yeah that's basically it. That's it. So it's a, it's kind of a nothing episode, but. John Knotts makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, again, just to see the, the physicality of that guy, just how fully committed he is, just the way his face can move and what he does with his eyes, like he really is like that vaudeville performer, you know, just 
working it for the top rows yeah. and the way back yeah. so they could read it. And I, I, have a, I just love it. I, and I think, oh my gosh, it's so embarrassing to say, but I'm just going to say it. What? I mean, even last night, like, uh, so audience Jinx got me a show here in, in Idaho last night for a stand-up comedy. And I was noticing, like, you know, like, just how much they influence a guy like me, even, to really, like, do it in your body and in your face. Yeah. Because I'm really, like, animated up on, on yeah. stage. Mm-hmm. And, and I watch him and I'm like, I know where I got this now. Like, this is one of my school yes. hard knocks. <laughs> I'll tell you, and I love it. I just love it so much. I, I love the, the sort of clowning in it and just how, yeah. Because he has a lot of moments where you can just see, like even at his age, like just the kind of little fun kid he is, right? Yeah. And I think it made him so accessible and uh, definitely endears him to the audience. Yeah, you yeah. just can't help but so love so this guy, that. even though Furley is such a hateable character. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like Grover. He's like he's a so human Grover. Yeah. Kind of. yeah, that's it's a great weird. way to put it from Sesame Street. <laughs> it's so weird. Well, what do you what do you rate this episode? Anya? Um, it's hard because I'm so split. On the one hand, like it's exciting to see, you know, Don Knotts reborn okay. into this character into this era, right? Because he's gonna come into the '80s and he's gonna be a cultural force yeah. at his age. Which is really uncommon in pop culture. Uh, and uh, it's one of those like attaboys. So it's yeah. very exciting on that level to, to watch this kind of, you know, about to happen. I can't wait to see what he does next. Right. You know, now that I'm watching it from this perspective as an adult. So on that score, I'm going to give this one 3.95 Dominique Nominee Boos oh. for Mr. Furley. Yeah. But the episode itself, the writing, one of my lower scores, I'm going to give this one like a 1.75. Ooh. It might be my all-time lowest because they're, they should they should know by now yeah. how to do this. Yeah. And they really didn't do uh, Don Knotts any favors by introducing him in such a ham-handed way. Yeah. And he still – And he still carried it. And he still carried yeah. the day. You know, he, they, didn't, they didn't come to him to save him. He came to the show to save it. I think and he's doing it. I think, but but from what it he's sounds like, a like dog. exactly from what it sounds like, <laughs> I think Don Knotts just wasn't getting those parts anymore. Yeah, and in those days, I think people were a lot more fickle. You yeah. know, they were on to the next and the new, and there was always new product. You yeah. know, because there were so few outlets. Mm-hmm. But now, in this age of so many outlets, like we we tend to gravitate toward you know, the talent that we like and we want to stay with them forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they become a much bigger part of our life. So I think Don Knotts is certainly one of those first breakthrough people who is like, no, I'm, I'm going to be in your living rooms because yeah. I'm, I'm this talented. Yeah. And you just couldn't you just fight couldn't, it after a while. Yeah. 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 You're, just, you're just full of it. I'm, I'm going to give it on my four star scale. Okay. I'm going to give it two and no quarter stars. Oh, fascinating. Two you stars. really split the difference there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give it 3.75 out of five, mostly for Don Knox. But I think it's a, you know, it's his first episode. Yeah. It's kind of a historic within the show. Yeah. So there's an excitement that comes right. with it. Agree. Agree. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's exciting to see where it's headed. 
Yeah, definitely a bigger, splashier intro than Lana had last week. Yeah. yeah. And really interesting to me to introduce those two characters week after week like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for her to turn out to be a semi-permy patty. Who knew? <laughs> a semi-permy patty. Yeah. Poor thing. Because well, I feel like we're going to get uh, another semi, semi-permy patty in... Um, not Terry, but the other roommate, the other blonde, mm. the other roommate, um, Jamie Lee Harrison. Yeah. Jamie oh. Harrison. What's her name? The audience at home is screaming her name out. Yeah, I know. And we can't, hear, know. And we we can't, can't hear, hear We can't hear you. <laughs> Louder? What is it? What's her name? Terry and... Um, Shit. It's oh Chrissy's cousin. She's Chrissy's cousin. Snow. Something Snow. Oh, oh my that's god! That's awful. For the worst threes company podcast. No, and listen, Priscilla Barnes. That's uh, no, that's Terry. We're just going. Listen, we're going through this experience with everyone. It's not like right. we are a, an authority right. on we're threes company. Authority. We're just going through the experience. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's true. You know, Cindy. 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 God, I knew we'd get there. I knew, I knew we'd get there. Yeah. That. Okay. Cindy. Yeah, she's semi permy patty for sure. Oh uh, yeah, she was also a uh, semi permy patty on, on Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah. 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 Jamie. You'll hear about that on Did our Dallas. Jamie. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that was thirteen years. Linda Gray. Larry Hagman. <laughs> You guys, we have the whole credits with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. All right. Well, who do we? I guess Don Knotts. Okay. We're going to toast Don Knotts. Oh wait, no, 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 no. My prediction. Oh, prediction. <gasps> oh, I mean, where do you think my hands went? I know you're right. Your crystal balls. I never usually show them to. I know. Before. I've never seen them. They're so transparent. I didn't oh, even know. Wow. <laughs> and they're larger than you think. Right? They oh, are. Yeah. They're <laughs> substantial. Yes. It feels like, whoa, what's going on? Oh, my phone is on. That's why it's getting hot. <laughs> is your leg. pocket on? It was like under my leg. On recording. The All like, right, anyway. It's hot. <laughs> anyway. Because I had the camera on. That's when it gets real hot is when the camera's just left on. Yeah. What's the next episode? Oh, my God. Okay, next episode is called snow job Ooh. oh okay. yeah okay. this is right this is definitely a christy centric <laughs> right uh i'm gonna say she gets another promotion but for whatever Ooh. that job is oh. <laughs> yeah. um that's really interesting snow job I don't know how literally to take the word snow. I know. I don't mm-hmm. know if it's Chrissy or if it's like actual snow. And how does Furley factor into it? Mm-hmm. All right. Um, maybe somebody snows Chrissy. So I'm going to say like a traveling salesman comes and uh, wants to install maybe a new air conditioning system in the apartment. And uh, Chrissy doesn't know exactly what to do, but the man's coming back, and Furley's going to tell him where he can stick it. Okay. 
Except he's so sexy that Lana wants to make sure she gets an air conditioner. Um, so Furley has to go stick it to him up there at Lana's apartment. I don't okay. know. This is terrible. Okay. Okay. This is terrible. Yeah. But who knows? I mean, I feel who like... Who knows? Maybe I'm right. Yeah. You know? Because like, this show could be anything every week. Right. Yeah. It could. Sometimes it's slapstick. Sometimes it's absurdist. Yeah, there we go. Oh my gosh, you yeah. really are writing. Thank you, Tucker. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're still so long, huh? <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of info. There was a lot of info. Okay. Sorry. All right. All right. Now we can toast. Oh, now it's time. Yeah. And, and honestly, like we do have to toast Don Knotts. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, that guy is a Don what a what a Hercules of hilarity. Oh, powerhouse. Hercules of hilarity. <laughs> Hercules of hilarity. Don Knotts. Don Knotts. Thank <laughs> you.